This is the Veterinary Life Coach Podcast with Dr. Julie Capel, episode number 63. Hey friends, welcome to the podcast. It's really windy outside today, so I'm hoping that you won't hear the wind blowing. But if you do, I'm just letting you know ahead of time. If you hear my wind chimes outside or the trees in my woods behind my house blowing, it's just a really, really windy day. But it's beautiful and sunny, and I wanted to record a podcast today, so I thought I'd just go for it. So last week, we had the discussion with the technicians, and that was really enjoyable. So I hope you guys all enjoyed it as much as I did. I want to do that again because I think it's so important to get the perspective of the technicians that work for us. So if you're a veterinarian, it really helps understand their feedback, understand the way they think about their job. So I thought that was really valuable, and I really hope we can do it again because it was so fun. I also have a couple other interviews coming up, hopefully soon, that I'll be doing with a couple of veterinarians, so I'm really looking forward to that. But today, what I wanted to talk about was questions that you can ask yourself either every day or once a week, but questions to kind of help focus your mind and focus on the things that you want to do in life, focus on the positive things, um, get your brain in a better space. And this is something I'm trying to do every day now. I'm focused on doing a list of things to be grateful for, but I find that these questions really help me focus in on the way I need to be thinking in order to be more grateful and in order to create the things that I need to create in my life. And if you know me, or if you've listened to me for a while, you know that I have this propensity for a little bit of overthinking. I have a little bit of that perfectionist mindset that a lot of veterinarians have. And I also have a tendency to worry. And so because I have that kind of brain that wants me to think negatively, basically like we all do, we all have that negative brain, but mine specifically likes to worry. And if I can focus in on these questions that actually redirect the part of my brain that likes to worry to more positive thoughts, I have a better focus for my day and I can let some of the worries go and I can actually work through them better with my thought models. I can take the negative thoughts and that are creating my worry feelings and change them. And these questions are really powerful to help you do that. So I thought this would be a great time to think about these questions on the podcast. So I've got a list of like 80 some of them that I've compiled from different websites, um, from my life coach mentor, Brooke Castillo. She has a list of questions that you can ask yourself every day in one of her workbooks. So I've borrowed a couple of those. I've gone to websites by Tony Robbins and got some of his questions. So it's kind of a mixed bag. And like I said, I have a list of like 81 or 82 of these questions. But today on the podcast, I just picked out like 10 of them. 
to kind of prioritize it and make it a little more compact. Because if I go through 81 questions on one podcast, you guys are all going to go crazy. And so will I. So I picked out about 10. We'll go through them and discuss them depending on how long it takes. But I would encourage you to really think about these questions and come back and listen to the podcast and write them down perhaps so you can answer them for yourself. I might try to give you a little examples of how the way I think about them, but this is an exercise that you can do for yourself on a daily basis that's going to help focus your life and focus the things that you do every day and hopefully create more positivity. So the first question that I chose was, how do I want to feel today? So this would be a really good question to wake up to when you're doing your morning journal, like I do my bullet journal in the morning and I try to plan for my day, or if you're doing your Monday morning or Sunday night planning for the week, think about how you might wanna feel that morning, or you could do it for the week. But the question is, how do I want to feel today? And we all know that our thoughts create our feelings. So if I chose a feeling of productive, I want to feel productive today, I am going to have an easier time planning my day. I will have an easier time writing down all the things I want to get done today, planning ahead, choosing my action steps, creating massive action steps on purpose to plan for that feeling of productivity. And what thoughts can I think to create the feeling that I want today? So this is a question to help you plan your thoughts ahead of time to create the feeling that you want in your day. So if I ask myself the question, how do I want to feel today? And I answer it productive. I am going to be more likely to plan my day out more carefully, schedule my time more carefully, and I'm going to be less likely to waste time. I am going to be less likely to waste my time watching TV, surfing Netflix, going on Facebook. I'm going to be able to be more focused on my day if I choose the feeling of productive. Now, you can choose any feeling you want. I have a tendency to not be satisfied on many days. I have a tendency to want to be overproductive. And so there are some days when I'm going to just choose to feel content. Recently, I've been fighting a cold. And so I want to feel content in just taking care of myself. So if I chose contentment as my feeling, then I am going to focus on thoughts of taking care of myself, of maybe doing some yoga, taking the dogs for a walk. I'm going to try to create that feeling of contentment on purpose. And so any feeling that you want in a day is a good feeling to focus on. Obviously, negativity wouldn't be good. And if you're feeling very negative, then try to choose a feeling that's somewhat opposite or at least one step above the negativity. Because sometimes it's very difficult to go from feeling totally distraught and sad and negative to feeling joyful. That's a huge jump to take. But if you can go from just feeling distraught to feeling neutral, that might be a better way to go because it's going to be a little bit easier to change your thoughts, to try to feel neutral about a situation, or to try to let something go than going all the way from 
complete negativity to complete joy. So realize that when you're choosing your feeling, you need to make it a little bit realistic because if I chose joyful and ecstatic as my feelings every day, I don't think that I would be successful in creating those feelings because there are days when it's going to be very difficult for me to create that feeling with my thoughts. And coaching teaches us that we're not afraid to feel the negative feelings. So there are going to be some days when you choose to feel a negative feeling, and that's okay. But planning for it ahead of time and planning maybe for a way to work your way out of it is going to be very important to get those negative thoughts and feelings into a better space for you, especially if they're driving you very, very low. So ask yourself the question, how do I want to feel today? And give it a real answer. And then give yourself some thoughts that you can think throughout the day to create that feeling. So with my example of productivity or I want to feel productive, my thoughts might be, I am focused and I can do what I say I will do. Or I am one of those people that gets things done. And those can be thoughts that I choose to think throughout the day in order to stay in that space, in that feeling of productivity. And if I just want to get away from worry and I want to feel more content, then I can choose thoughts like everything is happening for a reason. This is the way things are meant to be. I'm not going to waste my time worrying about the past or the future. I would like to remain present in this day. And that will help me let go of my worry. The next question that I chose for the podcast is, what am I taking for granted? And I think this question is important because I think it helps us focus our awareness that I think we need to be grateful for what we do have in order to not take our lives for granted and in order to not stay in a negative headspace. Because a lot of times when we're negative, looking at things that we need to be grateful for or that we should be grateful for helps pull us away from that negativity. And so the question, what am I taking for granted, is going to help us focus on gratitude. I was talking about this to my husband the other day because there's all of these things going on in the world right now, all these worries about illness with the coronavirus. And because I was fighting a cold, I was getting a little worried about my kids and my parents and all the things that we worry about when something's going wrong in the world. And my husband reminded me that we need to be super grateful for what we have because we have all the medical advancements. We have the ability to have shelter and food and clothing. Most of us are very privileged. And he told me a story about a video series that he's watching on the world wars. And my husband said to me, we just need to be grateful that we live in an area that allows us to have freedom and choice and also allows us to research new diseases when they come out and develop vaccines and things that they didn't have. And he reminded me that his mother lived during the depression and she's not afraid at all right now because she's lived through so many terrible things that she knows that this is just one more blip in life. 
So when terrible things come up in the world, it really does help us to seek out gratitude. And this question, what am I taking for granted, will actually help you focus in on that. So that's why I chose this question. I think it's a very important question for the time that we're living in right now, is what can we be grateful for? There's so many things that we have. And even when we have a challenge like we're experiencing right now, we have the power because we have so many tools of technology to create awareness and focus on the things that we do have and being grateful. So the third question that I chose is how can I grow today? And as people, as humans, it's important to think about that. It's important to think about how we are growing and developing each day. There are so many people that just go through life with blinders on and they just kind of go with the flow. And as much as that seems exciting and it seems easy, it really does keep you from becoming your best self. And so if we focus on how we can grow each day and really answer that question, and it can be something very small, a new skill that you want to learn. Maybe you can reach out to a friend or somebody just to grow your relationship. But how can you grow as a person and how can you become better? And I think that question, how can I grow, helps us to plan, helps us to decide how we want to use our time in this day, helps us to create goals even really small goals. So this question really helped me a few days ago because I was in a situation where I really wasn't sure which direction I wanted to go in with several things. And I got it in my head that I really wasn't planning for growth. I was just kind of going along with what I'm doing and not really pushing forward in my coaching business in my veterinary hospital, I really am not pushing the way I used to. And so this question, how can I grow, helps me really think about how I need to push. What do I need to do? What is my next project? And because I started thinking this way, I started to plan and actually got some things done for my website. I wrote a PDF that I sent to my daughter and had her make it really pretty that I'm going to offer on my website as a freebie. And I really started to push forward because I had kind of gotten complacent. I'd been doing my blog, doing my website, doing my coaching and doing my podcasts, but I really was kind of coasting lately. And I really need to think about how I want to grow. What else can I do? What else can I push through that I'm avoiding just because it's uncomfortable? So this question, how can I grow, will really help you think about that. Think about whether you're being complacent. Think about if you're not taking care of yourself health-wise, you're not exercising, which is another thing I'm trying to focus more on is just taking care of myself. When you don't focus on something, you're not going to grow in that area. And so I think this question really helps you plan ahead and decide on what it is that you need to work on. So it's kind of a goal setting question in my mind, but I think it's really interesting, especially if you ask yourself that every day, you will definitely become a more focused person and it will be easier to achieve your goals. So the next question I chose was, 
what am I proud of myself for recently? And this is kind of the opposite of how you, how I want to grow because at some point, how do I want to grow makes you forget about the accomplishments that you've made. Being so focused on growth will sometimes make you berate yourself for not progressing as fast as you should. And you will forget to be proud of yourself. A lot of us have beliefs that we're not good enough. We've made all these mistakes. We have a tendency because of that primitive Chihuahua brain of ours to beat ourselves up a lot. And this question kind of pulls you out of that way of thinking. Because in order to be proud of yourself or something that you've done recently, you really have to think about it. You have to pat yourself on the back a little bit. So sitting down and really thinking about at least choosing one thing that you're proud of will really help create a more positive mindset about yourself. And a positive mindset will do everything to help you Focus on gratitude, focus on growth. This positive mindset has to be held on to. And so this question, what am I proud of, is I would say key to keeping you in love with yourself. And it can be something very simple. Like if I was going to answer this question today, what am I proud of myself for recently? I would choose the fact that I wrote the PDF document that I was so strongly procrastinating. I really didn't want to do it. It just kept coming up in my mind and I I really didn't know what to write about and I wasn't sure and I kept confusing myself. And I finally set it as a goal, part of the growth that we talked about before, and then I did it. And so now it's done. It went through proofreading with my husband because he likes to proofread everything and I have it done. So the next growth step for me is going to be getting it on my website. But if I had to be proud of something today, it would be proud that I accomplished that. So it might be something super simple. Maybe it's the way you treated an employee at your veterinary hospital. Maybe it's the way you treated a client. Maybe it's the way you were welcoming to somebody. Maybe it's the fact that you wrote a thank you note to somebody. It can be anything. But getting yourself in the habit of patting yourself on the back a little bit is not going to make you conceited, but it is going to help you stay more positive, more grateful, because you're going to be grateful for yourself. And that is something that many of us don't really do. It's very hard to pat ourselves on the back, but it can really help keep our brain from going into that chihuahua beating yourself up all the time. And you know, I hate that. I hate that little chihuahua brain. The next question that I chose for this podcast is, what could I notice today that I have not noticed before? And the reason I chose this is because I have a tendency not to notice things. I'm an Enneagram 7. We kind of like to fly through life and get a lot done and not really focus. We kind of like to fly by the seat of our pants. And therefore, I don't notice a lot of things. I don't notice when somebody else is not feeling great. It's difficult for me. I don't notice how my words might affect somebody. And so in order to make me more aware of what I do to others around me, And in order to make me a better person and grow 
as an Enneagram 7 or just grow as a person, as a unique human being, I need to notice things. And so if I remind myself that I need to notice things today that I haven't noticed in the past, that will help me focus. It will help me be more compassionate, more empathetic. And so I love this question. So if you're anything like me and you you're not always aware of your surroundings, you're not always able to look outside yourself, you're too worried about what's going on in your head, practice this question. What could I notice today that I haven't noticed before? And I actually asked myself this question today because I was off work, I was working, I was kind of taking care of myself because I've been a little sick, but I decided to take my dogs for a walk. And before I left, I thought, what could I notice that I haven't noticed before? And ironically, I went outside, it was beautifully sunny, very windy, but pleasant. And I just decided to look around and notice things. And I started to notice how blue the sky was. I started to notice different things in my neighborhood, different things about people's homes, and what can I admire about the way they take care of their lawn. It was really kind of a weird exercise, but I did it in order to pull myself out of my thoughts. And because I did that, I felt very calm. I felt very very aware of what was going on around me. And then it was kind of funny, but today was garbage day in our neighborhood. And I hadn't pulled the garbage cans out because none of the neighbors had. There was like two neighbors on my whole block. And so as I was walking, I thought, what's going on? Was it a holiday this week? I couldn't figure out what was going on. And then all of a sudden, here comes the garbage truck down the block. And it was just very strange. So I noticed that the garbage man was there. I kind of quickly walked back to my house and got my garbage cans out. And I met the guy at the curb because he stopped because he saw me bringing out my garbage cans when half my neighbors didn't have anything out. And I just said to him, oh, I'm really sorry, but I didn't know what was going on because there's so few garbage cans. And I had never noticed the garbage guy before. Like, I don't pay attention to that. But today I met him. So the fact that I was open to noticing things and open to being aware of my surroundings really changed my day. And I actually met the guy that picks up our garbage. So that was super fun and super interesting. And I really surprised myself, even though it's kind of a weird example, like who thinks about garbage day? But, you know, I did because I decided to notice things outside that I hadn't noticed before. So the next question that I picked for today's podcast is, what have I been doing and continue to do in my life that I know is not working for me? How can I let go of bad habits is basically what this question is asking. And my answer to that question on a lot of days is, what have I been doing? I've been worrying. I've been stressing. And my husband always says the reason that I get sick is because I get stressed. And I think he's right. I listen to that little negative brain and I worry about things that I don't need to worry about and I don't focus. And so this question is super important for me and it will probably help you too, is what am I doing that isn't working? And so this helps me let go of worry. This helps me let go of some of my bad habits. If I'm not eating right, if I'm not exercising, what can I do differently? 
and this will help you plan your day. This will help you with that whole productivity piece. It will help you with awareness. It will help you let go of things that you worry about, and it will help you create better habits for yourself. And so this is something super healthy to do. And if you can really be honest with yourself and realize that there's some things that you're doing in life that really aren't working, then it will help you create better, healthier, more productive habits for yourself. This is something that I've been trying to do lately. I have a habit of reading, but I do it for very short periods in the morning before I go to work, before I start working. I will read for short periods of time, and I really have a hard time getting through books. So I have this stack of books that I'm like halfway through or a quarter of a way through, or I've got this book that I've been reading for the last month because I just don't focus on it and I don't take big chunks of time. So if I ask myself, what am I doing that's not working? That would be one of the things. And so I've created more space in my day to focus more on reading. And this is a little bit of a struggle for me because I'm one of those people that wants to do all the things and I'd rather be outside or I'd rather be doing something around the house or I'd rather be recording a podcast or I'd rather be writing a blog. I have a hard time focusing, but it's so important that I read and learn and research and grow that this is something that I have to do. So this helps me let go of my chihuahua worry brain, but it also helps me correct the habits that I either don't have or the habits that I do have that I want to get rid of and change those. And so one that I'm working on right now is focusing more on reading because I have a tendency to research on the internet. I read a lot of things on the internet, but that's not really helping me grow and it's not really helping me be calm It's not really helping with my business. It's not doing some of the things that reading does for me. And I know that if I read more frequently, that I become a better person and I have better thoughts and better ideas. So focusing on reading is what it's all about for me right now. So whatever this question does for you, it will help you let go of bad habits and replace them with better habits. And this next question kind of goes down the same road. But this question I wrote down because I thought it was interesting. What am I most passionate about in my life that I would like to do more of? And this one is interesting because I spoke to my parents yesterday on the phone. I spoke to my son yesterday on the phone. I spoke to my daughter yesterday on the phone. And that's what I want to do more of. I'm passionate about my family. I love my family. And I want to create better relationships with them. And so speaking to them and making them a priority is something that I really want to do. And that is a passion. And so if you have a passion in your life that you haven't been focusing on or that you just haven't been focusing on enough, this question will help you remember that. It'll help bring that to the forefront of your mind. And hopefully then you'll act on it. Focusing on your business, focusing on the projects that you want to get done. What are you passionate about? And passion in life really brings positivity. And so if we want to be more positive, we have to create a why, a passion. We've talked about this before, but focusing on passion every day, 
I think will really help pull you into a place of positivity. And that's why I love that question. So let me repeat it again. What am I most passionate about in my life that I'd like to do more of? And the last question that I'm going to do today, because I think I've been going on and on, maybe not, but the last question that I want to talk about is, if you weren't afraid to fail, what would you choose to do? And this question is really important to ask yourself every day because we're all so afraid of failure. Our negative brain is so afraid of everything. And failing is important. We need to not be afraid to fail. Progress takes failure. And once we embrace that, we can choose to do it anyway. And so this question will really help you overcome fear. It's a big thing in overcoming my worry brain, but also my fear brain. You know, as parents, we have fear about something happening to our children, and we focus on that and we worry about that. And there's really no control, especially if we have adult children like I do. Once they're out of your house and they're out of that 18, you know, age group, once they get to that point, you really don't have control. You can be there for them. You can help them, but you really can't control them. So being afraid and being afraid of failing as a parent or even being afraid of your child's failure is not productive. And so overcoming fear is something that we all need to do in order to progress, in in order to create more things in our life. I was coaching somebody yesterday and I asked her, what do you want to accomplish? What are your goals? What do you believe you want in your life? And she really struggled with answering that question. And I think it's because we all want to live small. We're afraid of failure. And so if you weren't afraid to fail, what would you choose to do? That's a powerful, powerful question. So ask yourself that today because it will help you overcome that fear of failing. And I said that was my last question, but there's another one that goes hand in hand with that. How much living are you missing out on by being afraid? How much living? Wow. I know my son and I want to go to Italy this summer, and I have this little fear about it because I have a little bit of a fear of travel, especially in a foreign country, and I can't speak the language. And I have a little bit of fear of all the things that are going on in the world. But if I don't do it, what am I missing out on because I'm afraid? Really powerful, powerful question. So those are the questions that I came up for the podcast today. I hope that you'll really embrace them, write them down. My goal for this week is to answer these questions for myself every day. And I'm going to do another podcast with other questions because there's so many. I've got, what did I tell you, 82 of them. So there's a lot more to go. And I really think that asking yourself powerful questions every day and really thinking through what's going on in your mind is very powerful. And when you do that, you're going to be more productive. You're going to worry less. All the things, all the positive things are going to happen in your life. It's just a great exercise. And that's why I wanted to talk about it on the podcast. 
I'm going to read these questions again for you, just in case you want to write them down. It'll be easier to do it at the end of the podcast. How do I want to feel today? What am I taking for granted? How can I grow today? What am I proud of myself for recently? What could I notice today that I have not noticed before? What have I been doing and continue to do in my life that I know is not working for me? What am I most passionate about in life that I'd like to do more of? If you weren't afraid to fail, what would you choose to do? And how much living are you missing out on by being afraid? And all these questions are going to help you live your best life. And that's what this is all about. That's what the podcast is about. Creating a better mindset so we can live a better life. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast today. I hope you get something out of these questions. And I'll probably continue to do these questions until I do the next podcast about questions, which I'll probably do a few weeks down the road. I'm not going to do this again because I think the ones that I chose are powerful enough to last for a while. So thank you so much for being here. I really appreciate you all listening to the podcast. If you like what you're hearing, please send me an email and let me know or leave me some feedback on iTunes or Spotify. I'd really appreciate it. Anything you can do to help me get the podcast out to more people is helpful. I really want us all to be on the same team and create a better life for each and every one of us. So go out there this week, be grateful, give somebody a compliment, do the things that you really want to do in life, create some passion, because that, that makes life exciting. I really appreciate all of you. Thanks for listening today. I hope you have a great week. Take care of yourself and take care of your family this week. Thanks for being here. Bye.